0: Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, it goes on and on. The Magnum PI podcast and all of that shit. It goes on and on. Today is that happy hump day episode, and we have uh we have a couple of guests on today. Um, I've been slacking with the guests lately, but we're we're back on track. Uh, and um, these two go by Sailing Nanji on Instagram. You'll see the link in the bio, um, in the uh, episode description here. But, uh, Sailing Nanji with, uh, Yosh and Benita, uh, friends of friend of the show. Well, Benita is sister of friend of the show. Um, Jazzy, uh, uh, Jared Lee Jackson, who, um, is a musician. So yeah, man, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. These guys have great energy. So positive, so fun, lovely, um, To be honest, I didn't really want to get off uh, off the Skype conversation with him. There was a few technical difficulties. Uh, I think it was my my internet connection or theirs, Uh, someone's internet connection. um, It was like a little bit dodgy, but uh, for the most part, it all it all uh, yeah it all worked out. So yeah, when it starts to get a little bit dodgy, just stay stick with it. It all uh, it's all fine, and yeah, man, please enjoy this uh, this episode of Welcome to the Potty with Sailing Nanji. Alright, can you hear me now? Yeah. Ah, good, 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 good. Right, cool. Ah, uh, my bad. Um, so, Sailing Nanji. Yes. How, what... Did you, is the boat, is the boat called Nanji? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And did you guys name it?
1: No, when we first bought the boat, it was called Nanji. Okay. Uh, we had no idea what Nanji meant. It was just, Nanji was the name of the boat. So yeah, that's we just ran with it from the start. We Googled it and it means
0: joy in Hindu. So we thought, ah, oh, that's pretty Oh cool. yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. That'll yeah. do. <laughs> kind of fitting. Yeah. yeah. And how did, how did it all, the, the adventure start? Was it? was it supposed to be what it is or was it sort of just for you guys when you, when you started going?
1: On, on YouTube?
0: Or yeah, on like on YouTube and like you've developed a, a bit of a following and was, yeah. that, was that all the plan or was it just sort of let's get away and, and do this?
1: It was kind of, uh, it all just kind of led into each other because um, before we bought Nanji, we were, we were living in a bus and we
0: were driving around Australia for a couple of years. Okay. And then we used to film a fair bit of stuff we
1: were doing then, like you know, surfing and spearing and just generally having a bit of a hell time.
2: But well, we'd, ha- we'd seen a sailing channel before and so we thought, oh, we'll just film whatever we're doing and we made videos. I think we only made like two a month. Yeah. And then people were loving it, so we just kept making more,
1: and now we make one every week, so. Yeah, it, yeah. it was all kind of like uh, when we first started putting them together, because we did little videos of just general stuff of, of before in bus times, and then, um, you know, like you send it to your mates, and are always away from family, so you like to show your mum what's going on. Yeah. And, and yeah, then it just kind of spurred from that. The first couple of videos put up on yeah, YouTube they were went crazy, very well received, yeah. so we thought, shit, let's chuck another one up.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we had more views on our first video than like yeah, the first <laughs> than we do now. The first oh okay. went crazy. So
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah we wow. Were, we
2: got a really good feedback from that, so
1: Yeah, so we just kinda kept working it and then from that we never when we left Australia we we didn't know how long we were going for and everything and it just kinda kept yeah. spurring and
0: just yeah, we kept working at it and rolling and it just kept yeah. falling into place kinda really, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, is there is there like a a plan? Is there an end goal? Um, is there like a location, a date that you are sort of looking uh, to end up? Or
2: there's
1: definitely no, no date.
2: date. Uh, we we are going. We're going to be crossing the Indian Ocean later on this year, which means that when we do cross it, it means that we're committing to circumnavigating. So we'll be committing to like five another five years of sailing uh, around the world at least.
0: Like yeah, that's kind wow. of yeah, it, it's uh but by doing what we're doing and, and
1: crossing the Indian there's the only way to get back to Australia Australia's home. We want to come back to Australia. Yep. Um, but uh, the only way home is to keep going.
0: So Yeah, you have to go around to get back. Yeah. Keep going. Oh okay, like just because because of the, the tides and, and all of that?
1: because C- of yeah, winds.
0: winds. Oh the, the winds. winds. Yeah. Right, so once you cross that, uh, the Indian Ocean, that's it. There's no there's no looking back. Yeah, basically. basically right. yeah, so it's a huge commitment, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, like you, you can come back to Australia because um, the trade winds blow to the west, so they come from the east. So when you sail and cross oceans, it's all like easy sailing when it's behind you. And then uh, to come back, we'd have to go down in the
0: southern latitudes, which is like, Nali, like, we're... down towards Antarctica. Oh, okay. To, sail, to sail back. And
2: we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's cold. It's cold. There's big oceans. Big waves. Strong winds. <laughs> winds.
0: So, nah, we're, we're about stick, sitting we're in just, the trades in the sunshine. Breaks. We're just cruising, eh? Hey? <laughs> yeah. And is this... Did you did you sort of learn this stuff as you went? Or was there some learning and, like, going out with instructors and stuff before you got started?
2: This... Uh, Well, yeah, Josh did a lot of surfing, uh, so he knew a bit about the weather and, and wind and that sort of thing, but, well,
1: yeah,
2: anyway. but other than that, that's it. So we've been learning this as we've been going. Through. Yeah, everything yeah.
1: from sailing to how to make weather, a video yeah, to, weather. to weather and to how to fix the boat. Like,
0: yeah. yeah, we're just making it up as we go along. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, and how is it? financed is it like did you guys just save up for it or is is the youtube channel sort of paying for it or how's how's that work
2: well we 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 saved up and bought the boat outright and so um and we had savings as well and but now it's gotten to the point where we are financially um like it's it's um financially stable so we are able to continue I mean, making videos and continue sailing yeah. and, and even fixing the boat so but
1: yeah. And that's that's only ever since we left Australia. While well, we're in Australia, we both still worked, we worked and we made and, videos. And we made videos yeah. trying to establish the channel, and then we kind of that's when we kind of realised that there's potential and a possibility that we could make a living out of this, off of creating videos. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we really put for. So we worked really hard to get to that point, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you hear it? You went a
0: wiggy then. Oh yeah, I can. I can hear you great. It's the the video is a bit choppy, but the audio yeah. is fine. Yeah. Awesome.
1: awesome. Um,
0: and you said you mentioned fixing the boat. Has there been any major issues? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. We uh, c- the boat when we bought it was a little bit. Old, it'd been sitting in marina for a year and run down, and it's kind of like if you don't use
0: it, you lose it, you know. Yeah, it's the saying that really is meaningful on a boat. And so, from that,
1: we've had lots of stuff break. Um, our engine that our old engine was, uh, we looked, I knew nothing about diesel motors to start with, and this old motor has since taught me everything about a diesel motor, so yeah, yeah, it's uh. Yeah,
2: we. It's getting. It was to the point where every time we started, it something new was broke broken. So we've had, we've had to do extensive work. Oh,
1: oh. Mainly around the o around the, the engine has been massive.
2: And we've had like some rot in the deck as well. So we've had to cut holes and then uh, re deck and then fiberglassing yeah. that
1: as well. So um, a lot of lessons in fiberglassing. Yeah. A lot of uh, like uh, before we left to make the boat blue water ready, had to do a lot of like electrical installation stuff and then. Yeah. Um, upgrades to like, uh, like the rigging and then sails and that sort of thing. Like uh, stuff we knew nothing about yeah. and we had to learn to, to do
0: it sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. And has there been any of that like gnarly weather that you mentioned before? Is it like any frights out on the water like, when you don't, you don't, you don't see land or anything like that?
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny saying that like our very first offshore passage, um, I, of course, our nerves were high about the whole time because we're going to be going to sea for ten days. Can't see land for over a week.
0: You oh know? my god!
1: And so you kind of like we were. The nerves, the nerves were, were high to start with. I think
2: they always will be on you when you um, when you are going to do a long passage. Um, there's always the nerves of um,
1: every sailor goes through it. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. If you don't, you're probably getting a bit silly, a bit yeah. reckless too. Yeah. But now the nerves were serious. Like they were high for that yeah. first one, and we'd watch the weather. And we were sailing against the trade winds as well, so we had, um, when when the trade winds would turn and we'd have it on the nose, it's really rough and really hard sailing, and and it's very hard, but so we kind of left in a low pressure system off the east coast of Australia, and we knew it was going to be a bit rowdy to start with, but... Uh, so we left in like twenty-five knots of wind.
2: We thought, yes, that's gonna fly. we're gonna be flying. We're gonna be going so fast. It's got like a great start to the crossing. You know, we'll clock up the miles, and, get out there.
1: And then at like four thirty <laughs> in the afternoon, over the radio, we you hear this strong wind like, warning, was it a severe weather a warning, severe weather warning. And uh, yeah, for the next
0: fourteen hours, we had fifty knots and wow. hands here for twelve hours straight. It broke
1: our autopilot, so then for the next seven days we took in turns hand steering for two hours on, two hours off, twenty-four hours a day.
0: Wow!
2: And our, head, our head sail fell in the ocean. We had to pull it out by hand. It was yeah. that was probably our scariest moment because our nerves were so built up, and we hadn't experienced winds like that before. So yeah, now we're kind of are very we're a lot more
1: comfortable with the ocean and Nanji and ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, but after twelve hours of fifty knots. And then the sun comes up, and because we left on a dead, smooth ocean. And then while the sun comes up, the waves are like twice the height of our mast, and we're like just this. So we're kind of going up on the top of the wave, and you can see everything. And then you disappear and into the drills of the ocean. You
2: hear the water. And you're, like, uh,
1: you're down in the, in the trough, and then you, you <laughs> come again. back up again. You can see <laughs> the world again for a second before the ocean, but you sink down below water level again. Like, oh, So yeah, that, that was pretty daunting at first, but. Yeah,
0: we've since grown. We haven't had weather that bad since, but yeah, it was an experience. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's crazy. Did you get sick at all um, during that spell?
2: I got seasick. I don't get seasick normally, but I think we hadn't sailed for six months because we were doing boat work, and it really threw me around, that weather, and so for five days I couldn't eat, and so I was... Drink. I, I couldn't hold water down for I think for two days, yeah. and then it, I was actually kind of starting to get quite concerned about my condition because it's it's a physically physically exhausting and mentally exhausting hand steering. Um, but yeah, then, I think on the fifth day I was able to have like protein shakes and, and yeah starting to come good again. But yeah, it's not a nice feeling being seasick.
1: And then and then for me because I I had to hand steer for twelve hours straight all through the night in that rough weather. Um. And then after that, I like, collapsed exhausted for like five hours. And when I woke up again, I cooked some toast and I felt
0: a little bit queasy and I went upstairs and spewed over the board. Oh. And just ate my toast and like, there's and no he, time he, for being sick. Yeah. <laughs> i like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ate my toast and like, back to it. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, is all the family back home like, do they get pretty concerned when you're going on, on the, the longer trips?
2: I think we, they don't express it very much, though.
1: Nah. Although, like, on that first trip, <coughs> Benita's mum had called the Coast Guard just asking, just like, just generally, because she hadn't heard from us for a couple of days, and was just general concern if there had been any sort of boating um, incidents.
2: Uh, has there been any reports of missing boats? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I think they're okay.
1: Yeah, th- th- they both have, have faith in us, I think, and our abilities yeah. now. and um, Yeah, that they're... Yeah, they're confident that we can do it because we've had to get through a lot of stuff. And so I think now, yeah, they,
0: they understand, yeah. Yeah. And you are, you know, like from the pictures and videos and stuff that I've seen, like you stop off and, you know, you see some of the locals and I saw you were like fixing surfboards and stuff like that. Like yeah. what's what's some of the the better stories, like more exciting stories that you've had um like meeting meeting other cultures and being able to help out like that
1: it's uh, the, the best story would be for me personally was when we're at the Ninigo islands in Papua new guinea and yep. um they're, they're very remote islands they have no contact to the outside world there's no boats that bring them food so they grow all their own food and, and catch all their own fish and that's how they survive wow um, and so there's no no contact and so when we rocked up there like we we had arranged before we got there because you know, money doesn't mean anything. And so like, you take a lot of items to trade. And so we brought like dive masks and stuff like that that they would use because we made a lot of spear – I like really like to spearfish. Yep. And then all through Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea, we met a lot of people that enjoyed spearfishing. So I really wanted to help people do that. And then the, the biggest thing was remember, the ninigos, a guy – he rocked up in the morning and we traded, like, three crayfish for, for a dive mask. And then uh, a couple of days later, we'd come back in from spearfishing with another local lad. And we'd come past and seen his boys in the canoe. And then we see him pop up. And he's got the mask on the oh. brigade.
0: And he's got a, a fish on the end of his spear. And we're just like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: That, that, so was the, that was the best they, feeling. They just go diving without a
2: mask and without fins. And so, you know, one sometimes they'll have one fin, so they'll just.
1: That yeah. they found washed up on the beach. And so. they make
2: their own spear guns out of wood and, and yeah. whatever rolls into or, or, whatever arrives on the beach. So they've got their handmade spear guns. And oh, yeah. it's
1: just awesome. And so that was all. And, and also while we're at the Ninigo, because they don't really get a lot of first aid treatment and they have a doctor or like a kind of. Western doctor that's on another island, which was thirty miles away, and the only way they get to their islands is through sailing canoes. So they take a long time to do such thing. And a young boy had been bitten on the hand by an eel, and he had lots of like really lacerations over his hand and and a lot of skin missing and that sort of stuff.
2: Real nasty.
1: And they asked if if we could just have a look at it, and so we went in just to look, and they just slapped some some antiseptic cream on that they had at the school there. Yeah and that was it, and they hadn't cleaned the wounds or anything, and it was uh, really bad to the point of, like, if he had to go to infection,
2: and his, he wouldn't
1: use his fingers and everything, yeah. so so Benita and I, every day for the week after that, that we were there, um, went in every day and cleaned his wounds out, and, yeah. and, and tried to, like, um, butterfly stuff up, and stitch his hand back he, together we needed
2: and, stitches but to,
1: to keep it clean we so
2: we had we hadn't learned how to um stitch yet stitch. we didn't have the um
1: we didn't what, have a needle what we and needed
2: stuff, so. But, so we did the best that we could and um to put his hand
1: yeah, yeah and to clean it all and that, up and, and then like we left him a lot of first aid gear yeah. and like peroxide bandages, and, and, and that sort of them stuff how use it showed him and
0: taught him how to do yeah. it yeah that was really rewarding yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great <laughs> Um, have you have you learned much from from some of the people you've met? Uh,
1: learned that materialistic stuff is not needed. There's so and many happiness. so many problems of money and all that sort of thing that people see as as a necessity, and compared to the way these guys live and the smiles on their faces. Yeah. Is
0: yeah. Yeah. Probably so not in the best thing. in terms of money, like how. How are you spending much at all? Like, are you are you eating off the land as well? Like, just fishing and, like, picking yeah. sort of stuff that that's growing wherever you stop? Or, like, yeah, what do what you... If you're spending money, what are you spending it on?
2: We save, uh, like, 90% of our money and then
0: use it to do boat work. So the boat <laughs> takes up all yeah. of our money. Yeah. And camera gear as well. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Camera gear,
1: yeah. And then we the do uh when we come back to civilization we'll do like a big bulk supply food shop with like canned foods and rice and two minute noodles and that sort of stuff you know like stuff that keeps in the cupboard for a long time yep. yeah and then uh when we're out and about cruising we try our best to catch fish as much as we can yeah and
2: like coconuts and and, and,
1: and yeah do a lot of like climbing coconut trees with coconuts and that sort of stuff and then
2: in the uh, local market in
1: the local markets, in local markets yeah. Yeah. And, and like
2: when we went through like trading. Solomon Islands we were there for 6 months and so you trade so um the, you'll be anchored somewhere anywhere in the middle of nowhere you won't see any houses and then people will come paddling out in their canoes and they'll bring fruit and vegetables and so you trade with them so they might need fishing hooks or um you know, like dive masks or what else do they trade with uh, we're like, like school suppliers we took heaps of books and school stuff yeah um, like t-shirts any kind of clothes oh,
1: yeah. um, like sometimes they'll want like a hard drive or like a uh, what is it called a oh, that, like a thing of movies yeah, like the usb oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It was so crazy. Like they, they like paddle out in a little canoe, and they live in their in their grass hut and cook on the fire. They have solar.
0: But, but they all have little yeah. DVD players of like and a solar car battery, <laughs> and they just so they like they want movies, you yeah. know? Like. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. awesome. So that, that was pretty. That was so, a awesome. Experience. Yeah, that's how we got a lot of our fresh produce um, through Solomon Islands
1: and Papua New Guinea. Yeah, it's just through trade, which was awesome. that like, you can stay you yeah. can stay out for weeks, and and they like. It, there's always but food coming to you, fresh food coming is to you. It's just
2: a great way to get to meet the locals as well and to mix with them and, yeah. and have a chat.
0: Have a good chat. Yeah. Yeah, and what um, have have you learnt any of their languages, or or do they speak you know enough English to get by, or how how does that work?
1: It's through the Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea. They speak pidgin, and so it's like a, a broken form of English. Okay. And so you can kind of communicate through english and, and you pick up a lot of words anyway of pigeon just by like going to the local market and that sort of stuff so yeah one fella two fella yeah one fella two fella which is classic you know like do, do fella can two, fella, two fella canopy <laughs> fella
0: yeah like
1: we do learn but like, right. we, we try our hardest to learn bits of okay. language so we can the speak the problem is that there's every village
2: has their own language yeah so, very hard to learn the language dialect. there. But now, while we were in Indonesia, we um, learnt Bahasa, which is the language there. So we really, really tried hard to learn Bahasa and speak Bahasa. And and the locals were very um, appreciative it. when we whipped out some some words and yeah, And, yeah. We, and we we speak in their language. So and
1: yeah, that's say so it's a, Bahasa's a lot. It's for some reason it's been an easier language to pick up. Like it's it's. Still, a simple language doesn't have all the prefixes like English does, so yep. you kind of you can learn words and link stuff together much easier. And and uh, I would do a lot of like Google Translate and learn a few uh, learn a few sayings of like um, like well, well, where's the supermarket and how much does this cost and like this, this sort of things. And then so we'd learn it and then we'd go test it out. And if it works, we're
0: like sweet. And yeah. Then, <laughs> Many times Google Translate—it's only about eighty percent right. Oh, okay. So you'd go out and say something, and they just look at you really strange, and you're like, oh,
1: "That wasn't right." <laughs> well, we're trying to
2: make a joke with some words, and yeah. like. No
0: one would laugh, so we're trying to be uh, funny. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a lot of a lot of humour is yeah. like in the in the way that you say it as well. So like you you might not have the right accent or whatever. and Then like, what what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, like
1: just a little bit of of, of different
0: pronunciation, and the, like, it could mean something totally different. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, are you so? Are you looking forward to any places in particular that you're gonna hit over the next, um, you know, period of your travels? This whole next year, yeah. once Ninja goes back in the water, we're excited about every destination that lies in front of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we're gonna to go to West Sumatra of Indonesia when we get back in. Okay.
1: That's like the surfing mecca of the world. So. There's so many different little tropical islands and oasises that we can anchor and surf perfect crystal clear waves and live off the land again, shoot and catch fish and that sort of stuff, which is really exciting because we haven't done that for quite some time because we've been sailing so hard to get to our current destination. And then once we go across the Indian Ocean to Chagos, that's just a group of islands in the middle of the ocean. In
2: the middle of the ocean. No one (laughs) lives
1: there. So, like, they're just uninhabited islands. So... We're very so, excited so, and, to but, go there. Some of the wildlife there is found nowhere else in the world. So we're wow. really excited, very to, excited go go there to go there and see some of the birds. And, the- and then uh, as we move our way across, we get to Madagascar. Well, Madagascar's got so many crazy-looking animals as well, yeah. and the people are meant to be really friendly there, and it's nice and cheap still as well. So there, there's all of that, which is exciting. And then we'll get over to South Africa, which then puts us on mainland of Africa. And well. Yeah. We all know what Africa's got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. The crazy animals there, you know. Like, and so, um, yeah, everything for this, what we have planned and our goals we want to reach this year is all very exciting. And and yeah,
0: that's sick. Yeah.
2: It's been awesome as we're sailing, you see the landscape progressively change and the people progressively change and... And so I think once we cross over to South Africa, it's going to be like well, what, like yeah. mind blowing because it's a- going to be totally different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming, yeah. So
1: like
2: this, the Pacific and then through Asia and
1: then over to Africa. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Is like, yeah, total different cultures again. Yeah, yeah. just got to yeah, make it's sure exciting. you don't. It's exciting. Just got to make sure you don't hit um one of those islands where where no one's supposed to go like that that guy a few couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're actually very close to those islands right now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 We um, there is some islands that you're allowed to go to, but there's like there's that one island that you're not allowed to go to still, where there's like, the locals. They are don't still want very, you to go there. Yeah, yeah, they don't want your germs yeah. and none of that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want nothing to do with the outside world. Yeah, and, yeah that, that's like um, it's like a two day sail away from where we are at the moment. Oh so, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really, really close, but we wanted
1: to go up there. But it's in the northern hemisphere, and so by the time uh, we're ready to sail, will the weather will be changing? So we need to get back in the southern hemisphere because then it cyclones up in this hemisphere
0: again. So oh, okay.
1: We have to stay away from the storms. It's the, basically, the, the
0: the tactic of sailing is stay away from the storms. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like I guess the worst thing possible would be lightning, right?
1: Yeah, lightning's scary. Lightning, yep. Uh, it's, it's probably, it could definitely cause us some pretty heavy damage if yep. we got struck by lightning at sea. Could
2: put a hole in the boat. It, it's all, I think every lightning strikes something different. Yeah. You
1: don't really
2: know
1: you what's going to happen, happen to your boat. Yeah. So lightning is definitely scary. feel yeah, scary, yep. that strong winds and big seas from storms are, are that's what can cause us, mate, and basically.
2: The worst part about storms
0: is you don't know how long it's going to last, generally, or how strong exactly it's going to get, or how bad it's going to get. You know, you're just kind of in it. Yeah, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, I've I've got anxiety just fucking talking about it. I I, I couldn't do it. It's it's definitely made us a lot more relaxed. In a way,
1: it was like how that very first sail we had that, like before we left Australia and we started sailing in a offshore. You know, we're always like oh, we're never going to get 50 knots. Like, oh, it's just going to, it's going to blow 50 knots. You're not going to be there, you know. Like, oh, don't be dumb. And the very first night, we just get smoked. So, yeah. in a way, it's really good that we, we, that happened. And so, we've
0: experienced that. We've or else, we would always have that on our shoulders. Yeah, right. Bearing over us, you know. Whereas now, we're much more relaxed. And we know we can deal with it and handle it. So, And the boat yeah, can handle it. And the boat can handle it. And yeah. we can handle it. Yeah, that's good. Um, And yeah, I'm so I'm like kind of jealous, but kind of not because I'm not I'm not like an ocean guy or a boat guy. um, None of that. But like just I love to travel and I love to like meet new people and experience new cultures and all that. So I'm very jealous of that aspect. I'm not jealous of sitting on the ocean. (laughs) at all. But um, do you guys support a charity or anything in particular like that?
1: Uh, not specifically. We we don't donate towards a specific charity. Um, before we left Australia, uh, I had dreadlocks, and I raised money for Beyond Blue um,
0: yep. for, for men's mental health. Yep.
2: Um, and we have, um, so we bought like a huge pack, pile of, of school books and pencils and school supplies and donated them through um, the islands of of to Solomon Islands, and Papua New Guinea. So we, yeah. we try to help and give back to um, the people
1: that we visit yeah, in that but, way. But we don't have a but, specific charity that no. we support. Uh,
0: support. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we uh, before I let you go, we usually play i play a game with all my guests it's called sourced unsourced which is basically true or false <laughs> yes so I'll, I'll give you five statements and if you just say whether it's sourced which is true or unsourced which is false if you get three out of five correct i'll donate fifty dollars to the charity of your choice so if you want that to be beyond blue yeah yeah, yeah. we can yeah, uh blue for sure no worries well i'll uh, i'll get i'll get into the questions I mean statements. So, so sourced. Sourced is true. Unsourced is false. Right. So, only men were pirates. Not sourced. No, no,
1: no. Sorry, sourced because it's true. What sourced? <laughs> only men were pirates. That, that, that was the statement. Wasn't that it was
0: the right? statement. Yes. But it's unsourced. There were also female sorry, pirates. If you Do you you, I break up? You cut out. Oh, it's unsourced. There there were also female pirates. Oh yeah! Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. thinking. It was
1: female, you know the witch. Oh my god! I didn't want to say the
0: word. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. So pirates wore eye patches to cover empty eye sockets.
2: Sourced.
0: Sourced unsourced ah! they wore they wore their uh, eye patches to keep one eye always adjusted to darkness so they could fl- uh, fight below deck oh my yeah. God. really well, there you go according to, according to my sources according to my source. <laughs> yeah. according to your sources <laughs> <laughs> um, pirates would offer crew compensation for any injuries caused aboard sourced sourced oh no <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no
0: <laughs> alright alright that's that's over for 3 so how about we go double or nothing here yeah. <laughs> alright so pirates pierce their ears to impress the ladies On you reckon? True? Probably not. Yeah, no, nah, they did. Sourced, sourced, unsourced. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, they thought that piercing their skin with precious metals would improve eyesight and ward off ill health.
1: Oh man, int- channel Man, right. you, I just hope
0: you don't run into any pirates. <laughs> um, alright, I'll give you one more chance at double or nothing, because I've only got one question left. It's a 50-50 chance. Whistling on a ship is thought to bring bad fortune. Source. No, that's not true. Yep. Alright, isn't
2: it? Whistling. No, no, someone told me not to whistle. Pretty yeah?
1: sure someone told
2: me not to whistle.
1: Oh,
2: do, do you have faith
1: in what someone's no. told you? What, you? You go. So whistling on a boat is okay? <laughs> it's
0: so not. <laughs> the statement the statement I said was whistling on a ship is thought to bring bad fortune, sourced or unsourced? It's thought to bring
2: bad yeah, fortune. Yeah, source. I would
0: say sourced. Source? I would say sourced. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. All right, you win. Sourced. Source. Yes, sourced. <laughs> Hundred bucks to be on blue. That's awesome. Good idea, legend. That's pretty awesome. Oh, no worries. Thanks for thanks heaps for taking the time and um, good luck with the travels. I'm sure you'll be fine. You, obviously know what you're doing (laughs) i'm glad i'm not there but um oh it sounds like such a great adventure and um i'd I'd love to chat to you again like six months 12 months down the road and and hear some more about what you've been doing yeah that'd be awesome man sounds good thanks for uh thanks for the interview man it's been awesome no worries well jazzy jazzy got me in touch with you guys he uh i had him on he was real early and um he he started talking about you guys and I was like, oh, well, that sounds. I should reach out to them and yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Good idea. No, thanks heaps, and I'll, I'll leave you guys to it.
1: Uh, All cheers, right. like it on your
0: thanks a lot. See ya. An exciting time for those two men um yeah I, as I said to them I am I'm jealous of the the experiences and the travel and the the lifestyle but I'm not jealous of sitting on top of the motherfucking ocean man like that scares the shit out of me bruh but yeah oh man what a great chat I loved that that was so much fun um so make sure you check them out on Instagram sailing Nanji. Uh, I think it's N A N D J I. Uh, you can, you can see it in the episode title. You can see it in the episode description. Um, and yeah, man, just make sure you follow them. Check them out on YouTube, check out their blogs, check out whatever. Uh, they're doing some pretty cool things. Um, we doubled or nothing and you know, you know, we're the most charitable podcast so you know what it is here um but shit before before i uh i let you go on this lovely uh hump day i've got a couple of clay reviews for you man triple m take it away comedy action or horror will this movie win an oscar set design directing acting lighting or costumes this segment is pleasure reviews. Alright, uh, so <sighs> dirty John on Netflix. Uh, true, based on a true story. Uh, Eric Banner plays John John Meehan, uh who is an absolute. Uh, how do they How do they say it? Uh, piece of shit. Um, and yeah, he basically preys on women and. He got his just desserts in the end. I don't mean to spoil it, but um, I won't say no more. But this dude is an absolute fuckboy. boy. Um, and yo, if I if I ever end up with a daughter and any shit like this happens to um, to her, uh, I'm wrapping my hands around somebody's neck. You know, this guy was a real piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, it's sick that there's real pe- really people out there like this. But nevertheless. Um, go ahead and watch it. It's based on a true story. And, uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. And I've got to say, primarily for my guy Eric Banner's, uh, portrayal of this fuck. Uh, Eric Banner goes missing. He doesn't, he's not always in stuff. But he showed his face in this and he, man, he's a talent. Um, his character was a piece of shit. But, uh, yeah, he's a talented fucking actor, man. So, 7 out of 10 for Dirty John. Um, we knocked that shit out in about a week. Uh, but over about two days. Um, it's not a long series, uh, not series, but there will be no season two of it. It's like a, uh, mini-series, I suppose. Is that what you call them? But, about eight episodes or something. 7 out of 10, B. Uh, and then check this out. I was so enthralled with the ending. Um... That there's a that on Netflix, there is also like a documentary of this shit, which goes is really short, like maybe an hour, maybe less than an hour. Uh, and it goes over this whole shit. Uh, and basically, um, the series really, really stuck to the story, it was very, very accurate, which is what I which is really what I wanted to find out because the ending I was like, I wonder if this fucking happened, and it did. Uh, now I'm not gonna spoil nothing because I think. I think I'm going to recommend at least the miniseries to you guys. Uh, If not um, the documentary, if not both, man, I did both and I don't regret it. But the documentary, I only gave a six. They didn't put much work into it. Um, A lot of just people sitting in front of cameras. But, um, I mean, I didn't really need to see any reenactments because the miniseries did all that for me, huh? But six out of ten, man... Make sure you check that shit out. Happy hump day. I hope it's payday. Um, Make sure you follow Sailing Nanji. uh, That's N-A-N-D-J-I on Instagram and uh, YouTube. And you know what this is. This is Welcome to the Party. You know where to find us. And I'm out. And oh, 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 oh. Don't let me forget. A bum bum. Baby, broke on gone too.